Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Amen. I could do like Elder Morton did that one time. Man, he got up to preach. <laughs> well, I can tell the story nonetheless. Thank you. Because <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it's a funny story. He got up to preach at a, well, I guess the service, it was a conference. Maybe you're going to have to help me tell it. It was a long service, uh, preliminaries, and they were, boy, one song after another, special testimonies, and it was probably 11 o'clock. It was late in the evening before they gave him the pulpit, and uh, they told him, they said, the pastor told him, says, listen, Elder Morton, you do what you feel, no fetters, do what you feel, and he got up to the pulpit and said, I feel like going to eat pizza, and he put the mic down, and service was over. Amen, is that, <laughs> Amen. Amen. You can believe it or not, it's happened. <laughs> Amen. You probably ought to, I don't know him. The, Elder Morton, but Brother Merriman cannot. <laughs> Amen. I, pizza sounds good, but we've got to preach first. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Good to be here tonight in the house of the Lord. Amen. Good to be at the Truth Church in Olathe. Amen. Aren't you glad you're here? Amen. Amen. I do give honor to Bishop Riggin, my pastor. I love my man of God. Amen. So thankful again. Every opportunity I get, amen, to spend uh, with him, amen, in church and uh, outside of the church is just thankful, amen, I'm thankful for it, amen, and I appreciate, uh, I'm telling you, I would not, would not be here today if it wasn't for him, and so with that, I, I give him honor, amen, amen, you ought to be thankful, amen, if you're man of God, hallelujah, amen, it's still the preaching of the word of God that saves you. It's still a preaching of the Word of God that keeps you saved. <laughs> Amen. It, it only took one book to tell us how to get saved, but it took the rest of the time of our reading on the Word of God to tell us how to stay saved. Amen. And so I believe we ought to put some emphasis in our life on how to stay saved. Amen. Because we're human. Amen. I don't know about you, but every now and again I get aggravated. Every now and again, I get a wrong attitude, amen. Believe it or not, I'm precious me, amen. I have every now and again, I deal with this carnal flesh, amen, and so do you. And you need preaching, amen. We need the Word of God to keep it, amen, clean, keep that heart of ours clean, amen. And uh, we need the Spirit of God that just flows, and I was preaching Today, I, I, and I said, listen, I was talking about no matter, no matter what, uh, the most important thing of, uh, that we do, amen, is the anointing of God, amen. I mean, amazing grace, I love the song, but it's nothing if you're not anointed when you sing it, amen, amen. doesn't matter the, the genre to some degree, uh, I, I'm, not, I'm talking about gospel music, even Southern gospel music, hmm, Lord help us, amen, <laughs> amen, I just lost about three-fourths three of the church, amen, it doesn't, <laughs> amen, well half the church is saved, I'm not going to say which half, <laughs> praise God, but I, I want to get where I'm going tonight, <laughs> hallelujah, but I honestly, honestly, we've got to get our priorities straight in the church Anointing, we've got to have anointing, amen. It's really the anointing of, of God that we've got to have because it's the anointing that destroys the yoke, amen. And doesn't matter what we, uh, how well we sound when we sing, doesn't matter uh, the, 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 what we're wearing, it doesn't matter any of that, but there's got to be anointing. Got to be anointing, hallelujah, amen. I want the anointing in our, I'm not even preaching on this tonight, but I want to, I, I'm telling you, we need the anointing. Of God. Amen. You ought to seek for the anointing of God. You can get the anointing of God on your life. Amen. When the Aaron the priest was anointed, amen, the very first time, the oil flowed down his royal, his priestly garments, amen, to the ground. Amen. But the difference is the next time those garments weren't taken and, and cast aside in a new garment, it, it was that same priestly garment was placed upon the next, and they added oil to oil. Amen. The anointing to anointing, it compounds. Amen. 
And when we can get anointing, and I feel the Holy Ghost even tonight, when you can get, and we can get the anointing in our midst, uh, amen, there's, it's just something, uh, I don't say magical, but it's something amazing that happens when the anointing flows, amen. It's anointing, it's power, amen, it's glory. I feel, the, I hope you feel what I'm feeling today, amen. This is what I feel, I feel glory in this place, amen. I want the anointing, we gotta have the anointing. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. We need the presence and power of God. Amen. In our midst. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. We can't have the anointing in carnality in the same vessel. Amen. We cannot have the same uh, mixture. We can't mix the anointing. The anointing uh, has got to have a, a holy vessel that it can be put into. Praise God. Amen. Well, I feel good tonight. I feel God here. Amen. I feel God here wanting to do something. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Well, let me find the right page. Sermon.com. <laughs> Praise God. That's about it. Might as well eat pizza if that's what you're going to do. Amen. Praise God. If you have your Bible, it's good to have my family with, with me tonight. Amen. I, it's, it's, it's a challenge, but I'm thankful they're, they're here with us and with me. Amen. There's, uh, you know, there's, there's worse places to be than the house of God. There ain't no better place than the house of God. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Acts chapter 8. Acts chapter 8. Amen. I'm going to read in verse number 35 to 30. Nine, very familiar passage of scripture, Amen. Very familiar passage of scripture, Amen. Give you just a minute, Amen. Shout and run the aisles when you get it. <laughs> All right. Well, Hallelujah. Praise God, Amen, Amen. Look at that. Hallelujah. You know what, Brother Hilton, you don't realize it, but you're just played into my message for tonight. Thank you very much. Amen. It's humorous, but I'm telling you, it's going to fit right in where we're going. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 8, verse number 35. Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. And as they went on their way, they came unto a certain water. And the eunuch said, see, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still, and they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. And when they were come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught away Philip, that the eunuch saw him no more, and he went on his way rejoicing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Ethiopian eunuch, amen, uh, heard the word of God, and he said, what hinders me? What is there now to hinder me from taking action upon what I just heard? Come on now. When you get it, shout and run the aisles. Hallelujah. Brother Hilton, we're just a shout away a run away, an action away from having revival in the church today. We're just an action. We're just simply this far away from having revival. The difference is you took action. You took action. Hallelujah. The Ethiopian eunuch said, what's hindering me? I got to do it. I got to receive it. I got to go down in water. He said, I got to take action on what I feel. Oh, hallelujah. Let's lift our hands unto the Lord and magnify him tonight. Jesus, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Everyone but Brother Nelson may be seated. 
Amen. I just want to make sure that everyone understands that Brother Nelson has made the best dressed list tonight. Praise God. Hey, turn around. You got to make sure. I want everybody to see. Praise God. Amen. We didn't even call each other. Praise the Lord. You may be seated. You may be seated. Praise the Lord. Just wanted to make sure everyone saw how well dressed he is. Praise God. Amen. Tonight I'm talking. Amen. One of title. I don't know. I'm horrible with titles. Bishop Boy, he's good at titles. I'm I'm bad at titles. Uh, hopefully my message is better than my titles. But tonight I want to talk to us. Amen. I kind of on this thought. I'm out of excuses. It's time for action. Amen. I'm out of excuses. It's time for action. Hallelujah. Amen. Brother Hilton was the only one that responded just a moment ago when I said, when you get it, amen, run the aisles and shout. And everyone knew that I was being silly. Amen. But he proved my point. Amen. The word come forth and there was one young man amongst the crowd that was willing to take action. Amen. I'm telling you. Amen. I really believe the, the disconnect between uh, what you see right now and the tremendous revival that God wants is just simply a church taking action. Amen. Uh, this is very simple. I'm not real deep, not super smart, but I know, amen, if I don't take action, amen, if I need, Brother Jerry, we talking yesterday, if I need my grass cut and I sit in the house and look out the window and stare at my lawnmower, Two hours later, there's still going to be grass need to be cut because I did nothing to take action. Amen. But if it's hot, if it doesn't matter, it does, grass got to get cut. It's church time coming tomorrow. And I got to get the grass cut before I got to take action. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm telling you, there's a lot of reasons why we don't take action. I think sometimes we'd spend more time uh, making, coming up with reasons why we can't than figuring out why we couldn't, or why we can. Why, why, why can't I just go ahead? I'm, well, you know what? I might mess up. I, I, I might fail a little bit. I might, I might slip up a little bit. You know what? It doesn't matter. God just wants you to go forth. God just wants you to take action. Amen. If you never go forth, if you never go, amen, and preach the gospel, if you never go, amen, nobody is going to hear the gospel. Amen. I'm t- you're definitely going to fail if you fail to take action. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I think some of you are wondering where I'm going tonight. Amen. But I'm telling you, we are so close. The church, amen, I just feel it's just so close, amen, to where God wants us to be. Really, we are. We're really that close. There's so many things I, I put, I, sometimes I put off. You can ask my wife because I feel like I don't understand how to do something. And she's smiling, nodding her head. She knows what I'm talking about. My lawnmower broke the other day, and uh, uh, all of a sudden, I didn't know how to fix it. Amen. I'm not Brother Jerry, Brother Jared, and, uh, and I, I didn't really know what I was, so I, I, well, I had a lot of really important things I had to take care of, and my lawnmower sat in my driveway, amen, kind of up on blocks, and uh, I think it was two or three days finally passed, and my wife was like, what do you, I said, well, I've got, the, you know, and all this, and she looked at me, and she said, it's going to sit there because you don't know how to fix it and you won't take the effort to get online and figure it out for yourself. <laughs> so I tucked my tail and uh, I went to uh, the handy-dandy internet to try to figure out. I called the Cub Cadet place and talked to those guys and, those, uh, and they talk 100 miles an hour, don't fully understand everything that they say. And uh, I went and picked up a part. I ended up having to go to another place. I ended up having to go back to across to Lee Summit to pick up parts. Amen. But by the end of two days, uh, I fired up my lawnmower and uh, kicked on the blades and come around the house. And my wife was on the porch, and she just stood up like this, like, good job. <laughs> and, and, uh, and, of course, I, I just was beaming kind of from ear to ear like, I am so cool. Because I just fixed my lawnmower all by myself. <laughs> Amen. I didn't need any help. Amen. But the difference between my lawnmower sitting there in the driveway for the next month. Amen. 
And, uh, and my wife doesn't even know this, but I contemplated, contemplated going to my neighbor and asking if I could borrow his lawnmower, uh, at least for a, for a day while my, my mower was, you know, in the shop or whatever, something that was broken. And, uh, but I thought, you know, I just need to, I just need to take action. Amen. I just need to, I just need to get, get myself uh, beyond my, my, my comfort zone. Amen. I just need to get myself beyond where I, I knew I, I didn't have the knowledge Amen. And I had a piece of equipment in my driveway. Amen. But you know what? I began to, I began to, uh, to, to look and begin to get a little bit better understanding what the problem was. Begin to die. And so I just started taking little action here. Well, I got to figure out how to take this deck off. And I got to figure out and all these little side steps to actually fixing the problem. Amen. But a little here and a little there. Amen. A little action here and a little action there. Ultimately, amen, I fixed my problem. Amen. And today, uh, it's good. And everything's running better than it almost did when I got the thing. And I'm telling you, the church is no different. You are no different than I am. Amen. The reason you don't do a lot of things for God is because you're really concerned. You're worried. You don't really know what to do. And so you just kind of freeze. Amen. You got it within you. There's too much potential in you. There's too much potential in your uh, your ability to talk to people. I'm tell I feel the Holy Ghost. There's too much potential in this house tonight. I looked across this place and I saw tears running down uh, some faces and I and I saw some worship. There's Holy Ghost within you. There is power within you. There is ability. You might need a little help here and you might need a little uh, advice there, but if you'll get up and take some action, amen, and find somebody, go to a coffee shop and find somebody to befriend. Amen. If you'll just step out and talk to somebody somewhere, I'm telling you, it'll be all right. You can't, you can't mess up that bad. Oh, come on. Amen. No more excuses. It's time for action. Hallelujah. No more delay. No more waiting around. Hallelujah. It's not because you're rebellious. It's because you're afraid. You're afraid to mess up. You're afraid you don't have all the, the right tools in your tool bag. Amen. You might not, but you know what? I still got Brother Jerry's sheetrock lift at my house. So I had to borrow that tool. I'll bring it back later. While I'm thinking about it. Amen. Hopefully he hasn't needed sheetrock lift in about 12 months. <laughs> but listen, you're really this close seeing some amazing things in your life you really are you're really this close to seeing revival on your job somebody you got to take a little bit of action I, i'm telling you uh, now that i i'm uh i'm kind of ma- managing my own business I, I listen online i have i try to stay encouraged because it gets it gets discouraging amen it gets frustrating because you're trying to uh you know i I'm, i've talked with uh, brother and sister, all Britain, you know, working in, uh, in a kind of real estate world, if you will, investments and, and uh, buying and selling houses, things of that nature. Amen. But there's a lot of, there's a lot of no's. Not no's, but as like, no, I don't want to do business with you. Uh, and, and that's one of the most discouraging things. And I hear this often that people, uh, this is, I'm talking just strict business, okay? People who, who are owning, and they rely on new customers, for livelihood. Heard one guy listen to a, a podcast the other day. He said, he asked a question to the guys. He said, listen, uh, he said, you know, he said, I will find every excuse in the world not to call a seller back. He said, because I'm scared to death to get on the phone with them. The guy's probably flipped 20 or 30 houses. He's been in real estate for, for years now. He said, even to this day, I get nervous and I will find every excuse I will get into my CRM. He'll get. He'll, I'll get into my customer management software, and I'll piddle around, and I'll find something to do, but anything to not have to call them because I'm nervous when I get on the phone. It's human nature, Amen. But I'm telling you, when he finally he says he says, but you know what? When I finally get on the phone, he said, there's something kind of electrifying because not everybody uh, hates me. Not everybody thinks I'm stupid. He says, there's a lot of people who really like to talk to me. There's a lot of people I can really help. They're in problems with their house, and they need, some, they need me to help them. Uh, they're, they're, they're getting ready to foreclose. And he said, they, they're really thankful that I called them that day. He says, and man, when I get on the phone with somebody like that, he says, it makes it all worth it. Amen. I'm telling you, the difference between you are, uh, your situation right now is just simply getting on the phone and taking action. Oh, come on. 
Amen. It's not that hard. Revival really isn't that hard. Revival really isn't, uh, amen, talking to people isn't that hard. We've got to get over the, the, uh, the mental struggle that we face. But Ethiopian eunuch, man, he heard the word of God. And uh, as, he, as revelation came, I'm, he was like, he's like, where? He said, hey, whoa, hold on a second. There's water right there. Stop right now. I've got to take action. I don't have time to wait around. Give me to that water. Can you baptize me now? Amen. He said, listen, I'm not going to wait around for this. I'm not going to wait for this. It's got to happen right now. I'm telling you, if you give yourself too much time, amen, to, uh, to, to act upon the word of God, amen, that feeling of, is fleeting. Amen. God speaks and moves upon you. That water's troubled, amen, for a moment. Amen. And you better be ready to take action and step down. Amen. Because when you do, who knows, your healing just might be on the other side of your action. Yeah, I'm telling you, revival, a lost loved one, amen, your situation totally could be changed on the other side of your action. Oh, hallelujah, even tonight, amen, I can look and see that there were some folks, I'm telling you, I just know in my spirit, amen, you were so close. If there would have been a little more, a little more action behind what you were feeling, feel it in my hands. Woo. I feel it in my feet. I feel it in my heart. I feel it all over me. Amen. And there were some folks, uh, the only difference between where we're at right now, amen, and you, you, you being uh, curled up in a corner crying and weeping and worshiping God is the simple fact uh, that you, if you would have taken action. Hallelujah. Simple tonight, isn't it? It's really this easy. <laughs> It's really this easy. Amen. You really just need to take action. The Ethiopian eunuch said, hey, I hear the word of God. I respond to the word of God. I feel it. Here I go. Amen. Watch out. If I fail, I fail. If I flop, I flop. Amen. Four lepers, amen, stood at the gate. Amen. And said, hey, if we stay here, we die. We go there, we might die. But listen, we're not going to sit here. Whatever we got to do, we got to take action. Come on, the church has to take action. Amen, the people of God, you better start taking action. God was calling the church, amen, to greater places. But it's not going to happen without somebody taking action. Oh, hallelujah. Get over fear. Get over your worries. Oh, hallelujah. I'm thankful for, for those that are behind me. Ride with me tonight. Uh, amen. I need somebody. Amen. Let's get, uh, get in. What was it Jehu, I believe, said, hey. Get in with me. I'll show you my zeal. Hallelujah. What did that mean? Well, when they looked off into the distance, uh, it's kind of like when Josh is coming down the road. Uh, amen. They saw him driving like a madman. Uh, they said, that looks like Jehu coming. Uh, I could tell by the way he's driving. Jehu pulled up and said, hey, get in with me. I'll show you my zeal for the Lord. Uh, amen. I'm telling you, somebody tonight... Uh, Get in the boat with me tonight. Get inside this, this uh, chariot, uh, amen, and go somewhere and take some action. Amen. Commit to yourself uh, that you're going to do something about something I say tonight. Uh, amen. That you're going to write it down. Hey, I'll do that tomorrow. I got a coffee shop. Somebody, did you write it down? Did you make a mental note? Uh, will you do it sometime between now and tomorrow? Oh, hallelujah. Oh, come on. Oh, come on, child of God. Oh, hallelujah. We're too comfortable. Too comfortable. Amen. The church of God's got to be on the move. Amen. We've got to be on the move. We got too comfortable. Amen. The church has got to be going. We got to go. We got to go. Amen. I, I love to fish. And, and, I, and I love catching fish. Uh, but you know what? I can't do much fish catching. Amen. In my living room, Brother Jared. I got to get my tackle box. You get my rod and reel, and and uh, me and Braden got to jump in the pickup, and we got to go to the lake, or we got to go somewhere. I can't just say I'm a good fisherman. I can. I wish. I wish I could have some fish tonight. I wish. I wish I could. Man, I haven't caught any fish yet this year. But other, on the other hand. I don't think I've gone to the lake yet this year. <laughs> amen. I'm telling you, there's times, amen, when I, uh, uh, I'm just at the house, I'm working, doing whatever, 
And you'll ask my wife, and I'll just say, hey, I'm going to go fishing. I'm, I'm just stressed. I want to go, amen. I'm telling you, we ought, to, we ought to plan some trips to the lake. Come on, we need to enjoy fishing. Oh, hello, <laughs> y'all out there. We need to enjoy. Jesus said, I will make you to become fishers of men. He didn't say, hey, I'm going to snap my fingers and all of a sudden you're going to be the best soul winner you've ever seen on the job. He said, I want to make you to become. He said, I'm going to teach you how to. He, he, he didn't say, everybody that's a fisherman, jump in the boat with me. He says, anyone who's a wannabe, let's go. And I will teach you. I will teach you how to fish for men. Hallelujah. You know what those men were? I got it in my notes. My goodness. I should read those every now and again. Somewhere in here. Somewhere. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe I didn't put it in there. But you read, and I'm sure it's in there probably, but you read about when Jesus goes and calls his disciples. Remember? New Testament, Matthew, Mark, the Bible. It's in there, I promise. But Jesus comes along, literally, he comes along and says, follow me. What did they do? Come here. What are you doing? <laughs> Trying to make a point here. <laughs> right? What do you say, follow me? You have, you, these guys hesitate because you're only standing in front of people. But, but these men, I want you to follow me too. Jaheim, I want you to follow me. And he started calling these guys out. You know what they did? Let's go. Where are we going? I, 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 want, I want to go. You guys can have a seat. Thank you. I'm telling you, Jesus called out to men, called out to his future church leaders. Oh, I could dwell on that for a minute. What do you think you guys are? You're not just a kid on the pew. You're the future of the church. You better act like it. You better act like you care about this truth. Oh, I feel, I'm telling you, young men, you are the truth of the, 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 the church. You better grow up and get some backbone about what you believe. I'm telling the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm telling you. Amen. Young ladies, you are the future preacher's wives. You are the future, future evangelist's wives. Come on. What are we doing? Amen. We got to take action. Who's going to stand up and say, Pastor, I think I might be called into the ministry. I don't know, but I feel something. There's a lost world, and i got to take action. Oh, come on. That's what we got to do. Jesus come along and said, hey, would you follow? And they just come out and said, yeah, I'll follow. I'll follow you wherever you go, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. I'm talking about taking action. I'm talking about getting out there, doing something for God. I'm talking about uh, uh, getting your mind made up. You may be seated. I'm talking about taking action. I'm talking about Jesus come along. He didn't beg. He didn't kick them. He didn't prod them. He said, hey, would you watch with me for an hour? Oh, he just said, would you please come along? Come with me. I'll make you something. Peter messed up. But he took action. He messed up pretty big. But he was the man on the day of Pentecost. Oh, Brother Nelson, we got to take action. We got to do something. Hallelujah. We got a world that's lost. This ain't about us. Amen. We got to make up in our mind. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to know. I want to feel comfortable uh, knowing that uh, there's some young men and some young ladies. Amen. That are seeking the will and the mind of God for their life. Saying, I'm going to do something for God. I don't know, but uh, I know this much. Uh, I, I know I'll be here praying with you, Pastor, because I want the will of God for my life. Oh, hallelujah. Above anything. Amen. Above anything. I, I'm talking. I don't know. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm, anyone who'll listen tonight. I want somebody to take action. I just want somebody to take action. As small as it might be. 
amen, for you take giant action. And that may be, that may be going tomorrow to the coffee shop and sitting down and just praying, God, give me some, uh, and then maybe nobody come along, but you took action. You went and did something. Amen. Because you at least made time. You at least set aside some time to go. Hallelujah. I'm talking about taking action. Oh, and seeing a work of God done. Doing something for the kingdom of God. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. I mean, I'm telling you, uh, the number one thing that I hear, amen, as I listen to business entrepreneurs that are very, uh, you know, that are successful, and, and I was telling Bishop just the other day how, man, how relevant so much of this is uh, to leadership, and, and you can apply across the board to the church, amen. Uh, but uh, there's so many things out there. You can, you can hire mentors. You can hire coaches. You can, hire, you can buy books. You can buy all kinds of resources. And you can do all kinds of things. Prepare yourself to launch a business. He says, but you know what? Most entrepreneurs fail. And you know why they fail? He said, they say is because they think, well, you know what? I, I just need one. I need I, I need to read one more book, and I, uh, I need to hire one more coach, and I, and I need to get one more, one, I need to learn a little bit more about this. I don't really, uh, you know, I don't really understand, uh, you know, whenever, uh, how, how do you hire an attorney? I don't really understand, like, how does, it, how does an attorney, a real estate attorney, and that makes me nervous, and I don't really understand, and so many things, oh, maybe I need another, I need to read a book about that, and, and they spend all their time just prepping, spend all their time spinning the wheels. Amen. But they're not doing anything, anything to get out and actually begin their business. And there is a, a terminology, a term that they use in the business world, especially entrepreneurship. Um, and it's somewhere in my notes, too. Man, I should, my wife should have done a better job putting these together. But this is a term that, you did good, baby. <laughs> There's, praise God. Better than usual. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Oh, get. There's a term they use for this mentality, this, 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 this place of spinning their wheels. They call it analysis paralysis. You ever heard that term before? It's called analysis paralysis. When you're paralyzed, someone that is paralyzed means they can't move. Someone that, that's that just that's in a wheelchair, they're or from neck, they're 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 completely immobile. There's not they, they can do nothing. They, they're they're just paralyzed. And 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 what they say is that that too many people get stuck. The weed whacker. We need a, too many people get stuck in analysis paralysis overanalyzing justifying the lack of action. Well, well no, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, it's not that I don't want to do that. It's not that I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not rebelling. I'm not saying I won't. But I, I, really need to, I really need to brush up on my Bible study. Like, I need to get better at that before I really teach Bible study. I, I, I really, you know, I, I really need to, you know, get, get better at, at such and such before I really, um, you know, I, in the Word, I don't know enough about the, the Bible. Really, I can't. I, and you get they get stuck in this inaction because they're analysis paralysis. You're paralyzed, Amen. From this, the, this you, you begin to analyze and begin. Prime example. Let me let me give you an example here. There was a rich young ruler that Jesus came. Hey, he called a lot of men that fast, right? They they, they forsook their nets. Forsook their father, forsook everybody to follow Jesus. Well, this rich, young ruler came to Jesus and said, Hey, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Amen. And Jesus said, Well, if you'll follow these commandments and gives them a kind of just the list of if you'll do X, you'll do Y, you'll do Z. He gave him the standards of the church. And he said, Oh, goody, 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 because I do all those. I meet the, I meet the minimum requirement. And Jesus said, okay, that's great, appreciate that. But really, here's what needs to happen. You need to take action. You need to take action, okay? 
Here's what you need to do. You need to sell everything that you have. Which means you have to go take your possessions somewhere to the exchangers and say, here, take this. This is my prized possession. And whatever you get out of it, you're going to take it and you're going to give it to the poor. You know, a perfect example of that right now is Brother Jesse Stewart that's taken a, this responsibility in Africa. And I've been talking with him about his selling his house. He's, he's, he's emptied his home. He sold it all. I just talked to him yesterday. He said he got an offer on his house. He's closing on the 26th, I believe. Thank God he did. Exactly. I've been praying for him. For, I know that was a big weight on his shoulders. And he's got, he sold vehicle. He bought a minivan. Filled it with his belongings. And he's driving all across the country. Trying to raise money for him and his family to live in Africa. What's the difference between you and him? Not a lot. There's one thing. Brother Stewart took action. Understand that? He seriously just took action and said, God, whatever. And this rich young ruler, he began to analyze, think, contemplate. And in that midst of overanalyzation, he became paralyzed and finally said, I can't, I can't take action on that. And he walked away sorrowful. That's what I'm talking about. Hopefully I'm kind of connecting with somebody here tonight. And, and, and you know, Jesus didn't ask everybody that he came in contact with, uh, hey, sell everything you got, amen, and give to the poor. He didn't ask that. But he knew that this guy, he saw through to the heart of this man and said, you know what, I can tell if you don't get rid of it all, you're going to have a hard time living for me and walking for me and serving me. Amen? Amen. Uh, it was uh, Zacchaeus. Think about Zacchaeus. And uh, he climbed a tree, sycamore tree. The Lord, he wanted, I know you all singing it. The Lord, he wanted to see. And as the Savior passed that way, he looked up. Zacchaeus, get down here. Uh-oh. You know what? Already, Zacchaeus had taken action. He had already said, you know what? I'm climbing a tree just to see. I just want to see him. He said, I just want to see him. And so he got up there. And, and probably, he said, okay, I think I can see him. As he said, I think he's going to come here. He climbed up a tree just to see. Jesus already knew, hey, there's a man of action right there. Hallelujah, there's a man of action. And as the Savior passed that day, he said, listen, come down. I'm going to your house. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, you want God to come to your house? Amen. You want God to come into your life? Amen. Just take, it, take action enough to say, I want to see him. I just want to at least see him in my life. Climb a tree. Don't, don't hurt yourself. Don't actually go climb a tree unless the Lord calls you to do it. What I'm saying, take action on something in your life, and you'll start to see God. And he'll say, hey, you know what? Look, that person is a person of action. Hey, why don't you come down? I can use you. Amen. And he'll begin to work. You know what? Uh, he came down, and he went to his house, uh, amen, uh, of Zacchaeus, uh, and, and had dinner with him. And Zacchaeus said, listen, I will sell everything and get half of what I've got, and I'll give it back. He only gave back half, but he gave it out of a heart that said, listen, I've taken from too many people. I'm going to be a man. I'm going to give back more than I took. Amen. He just, he was a man of action. He took action. I can go on and on and on. Jacob was a man of action. Jacob was a man that said, listen, he wasn't perfect, but he, but he was, he wanted it. He wanted it bad enough. Finally, God said, okay, hey, if you want it bad enough, I'll, I'll give it to you. Amen. But he never let go of his passion and, and his willingness to take action in, the, in his walk with God, in his life with God. Amen. And ultimately, amen, one guy that was fallible, amen, that was a, really a, a failure in so many ways, became, amen, the father. Amen. His name was Israel. Amen. His sons became the children of Israel. Amen. And he was a mighty man used of God. But there was a difference Amen. Between him and Esau, Jacob took action. Amen. I'm telling you, 
and I was I was talking to Bishop just about this the other day. One of the, I read a book just here this past week, uh, and, and the man was he owns his own business. All kind of, again, I'm just just kind of getting my mind, uh, trying to stay encouraged and trying to learn some things. And and he said he made the statement. He said, "Listen, in college, he said I, I listen. I'll sit in, I'll sit in class and I'll hear a lecture all day long." He says, "And when you just sit listen, you retain about two percent." Who's ever been in college, high school, whatever? Who's ever been to church and heard preacher? He said, you retain about 2% of what you hear. He says, but you know, when he had employees, he says, you know, I, I, I took that for my advantage. And so with his employees, a young lady didn't really know much about his construction business, remodeling and house flipping and different things. And he told this young lady, uh, probably in her mid to early 20s, and uh, she wanted to be a project manager. And he and, uh, and so he told us, said, hey, oh, don't, before you start the project, you got to make sure to pull a permit. And, oh, what, what are, you got to go to the courthouse. And that was all he told her. She spent the entire day at the courthouse trying to figure out how to pull this permit. You know what she had to do? She had to go and ask somebody. She says, I have no idea what I'm doing. I need to pull a permit for this project. Brother Nelson, you understand what I'm talking about too, right? And so uh, she went and was said, oh, well, you need to go talk to that person. And. And she, then you need to go talk to that person. And she went to office to office figuring this out. People really thought, man, this poor girl doesn't know what she's doing. But you know what? When she walked out of there that night, you know what she had in her hand? She had a permit for a project. She walked in that place, had no clue what she was doing. But you know what she did? She didn't quit. She just walked to that. Okay, I got to go to this office. I'll go to this office. Okay, well, I got to go to this office. I'll go to this office. And the whole time going, man, why in the world does you know, this, this guy tell you, man, just frustrated. And, uh, and, and she let him... Uh, uh, Pull a uh, inspe- have an inspection for electrical in wall inspection, and uh, didn't tell. Just she knew she had to have it. And uh, inspector got there, and all the sheetrock was on the wall, painted. You know what she got to do? She got to tear the sheetrock off because you can't inspect electrical wiring with a sheetrock on the wall. And so she tore it off, and just in one, just oh my, just frustration. Why in the world would he let me? Why would my boss let me do that? And his thing was, he said, listen. I'd rather pay twice. He says, but you know what? She'll never forget to call that inspector before she puts sheetrock on that wall. She'll know next time how to get the permit when she needs to get a permit. You know what the difference was between telling her, you do this, 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 and this. As opposed to her remembering 2% of what he told her, he said, I need you to do this and this. That's what I need you to accomplish and go forth and do. Amen. And she went and figured it out and put herself into action. Amen. She could have walked away and said, forget this. I don't know what I'm doing. He's not going to help me. I'm going to. But he, she had a task. And she said, I'm going to do this and I'm going to figure it out. And she took action. Amen. And when he said, whenever you, uh, the, the sooner you take action upon what you hear and in, are instructed in, you retain 96% of what you've, been, uh, what you've been told. 96%. That's like almost 100. Like really close. I hope in my humor you're catching what I'm saying tonight. Are we frustrated? Maybe. Have you not really, have we not seen, have we not seen the results maybe that we have wanted to see? Maybe you haven't. Amen. But you know what? The Ethiopian eunuch was in the midst of, it was, it, he, he didn't get done with his, barely got done with his preaching before he said, I got to do something with what I just heard. Hello? He said, I got to do something. He said, I got, okay, I may not be able to go to a coffee shop tonight, but I'm going to do something about this tomorrow. Hey, that's a good idea. I think I'm going to try that. If that don't work, you know what? Hey, Brother Miriam, you got any, any more good ideas? What else can I do? What do you think might work? Hey, I tell you, I guarantee I can figure out something. <laughs> There's a lot of ways to go fishing. There's a lot of bait you got in the tackle box. And there's, a, there's a lot of places I'm telling you, oh, man, I feel the Holy Ghost here tonight. I always went, took Braden up to Douglas Lake the other day. Amen. Literally, there was a, from here to Brother Nelson, about kind of this aisle, uh, me and Braden went, and, and we were over. I'm trying to teach him how to fish and catch fish, and, and we were casting out this side, and the wind was blowing. I was frustrated, and, and uh, nothing was happening. And while, you know, just, just the wind was blowing, and I said, well, let's, let's try. And literally, we walked over to this side, amen, of the, the little pier that we were on, and, uh, and so we cast out, and boom, I'm telling you, 
Amen. That bobber went down. We ended up catching 11 fish in about an hour when we spent 15 minutes on one side and got nothing. So what does that remind you of? The story about Jesus, amen, calling out to his disciples, fishing all night long. Amen. They had done everything. They were weary. They were tired. Amen. And Jesus said, hey, would you do one more thing for me? Would you do one more thing? Hey, why don't you just try it one more time and do it? Do exactly what I tell you to do. And Peter said, okay, well, uh, at thy word. Uh, we fished all night, and we're expert fishermen. We've done this, uh, I don't know how many doors. I've knocked that door ten times, but Lord, if you want me to knock it again, here I go. And they, I'm sure they threw that net and thought, whatever. <laughs> we'll, throw, we'll pull it back in. And when they, they pulled that, that net... And I thought, oh, 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 what's going on this time? Amen. Because what happened? They were willing, amen, for Jesus to say, hey, would you cast it one more time? And they didn't say, well, I, you know, Lord, we, we, we fished all night and there's, there's really nothing there. How about tomorrow? We'll come back when we're all feeling good. Let's get dinner in our belly. They, 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 that was not a condition of analysis uh, paralysis. Uh, this was, you know what? Okay, no excuses. I'm going to take action. Amen. Peter wasn't perfect, uh, but he was a man of action. Uh, amen. The apostles weren't perfect, uh, but they went forth uh, and they saw a man at the, at the gate called Beautiful. Amen. And they asked him, hey, can, I, can you help us? Alms. I need alms. And he said, hey, I ain't got no money for you. I'm a preacher. I'm broke. He says, but I will give you the Holy Ghost and I'll lead you to Christ. How about that? Rise up and walk. And he came and leaping into the house of God. Amen. He wasn't perfect, but he took action. He wasn't, uh, he didn't have all the answers. Amen. But all he knew was, I don't know what's going to happen, but I know this much. Jesus can heal you. Jesus will deliver you. And I'll tell you this much. Get up and you take action and you'll get your miracle as well. Oh, hallelujah. How close are we to revival? How close are we, amen, to the miraculous? Oh, hallelujah. And we're as, as far as it is from you, and I take an action. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Why don't we stand tonight? Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Sister musician, amen. Piana extraordinaire. Come, bail me out. Hallelujah. Oh, I sure hope somebody getting a hold of this. There's a lot of stuff you put in here, darling, I didn't get to. Amen. You know what? I do want to mention this. This is for my wife. <laughs> Praise God. And I may have mentioned this before, but you know, we got a motto in our house. And it came from my wife homeschooling some very stubborn, I mean, beautiful, wonderful girls. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Wonderful, amazing, stubborn <laughs> children. Praise God. Yeah, don't, hey, don't act on me. I whoop you with that bush right here. <laughs> Amen. I, again, I may have mentioned this, I don't know. I, I've heard Bishop repeat his stories. I can repeat mine. <laughs> so, so get this. You have a, you have a, a Kenzie. That was probably as soon as she started school one plus one I can't oh, I can't I can't I can't mom second grade I can't boy you never seen my wife Frustrated. You know what? Because she knew better. This is one plus one. Can. And she knew it. And so when that was a I can't, that was a challenge. My wife said, Can't doesn't live at our house. You will do it. You can. Can't doesn't live here, right, Kenzie? Can't doesn't live here. Can't doesn't live here, brother. Can't doesn't live here. 5.30, pretty early. Pastor, I don't think I can. I can't. I can't do it. Well, you can stay up all night. 
Why don't you just stay up? Go in prayer. There's a, I don't know if I'm meddling. I don't know. I'm just, can't doesn't belong in the house of God. Amen? Y'all are worried about me. You're nervous. That's good. I always want to be, I think my preaching is more anointed when folks are nervous about me. Amen. I got that from Brother Moody. Everybody's worried about him. Listen, can't doesn't live here. I can't do a Bible study. I can't make it to prayer. I can't pay my tithes. I can't give. I can't be here on time. Can't doesn't live here. Amen. Can't does not belong in the kingdom of God. You can. You can. You can. Oh, hallelujah. You can. Hallelujah. Oh, I, I can't. I can't be a soul winner. Oh, yes, you can. Amen. You listen to me. Can't doesn't live here. Hallelujah. I'm a young person. The challenges of this life are hard. I can't really, I can't really live and, and stay pure and holy. I can't. Yes, you can. You can. Oh, hallelujah. You can. Oh, come on, somebody. There's so many things that you can do. Oh, that you think you can't. But you got to get an attitude of I can. Hallelujah. You got to get an attitude of action. You got to get an attitude. I can't. I can't. I can't run the aisle. I can't worship. I can't. I'm afraid that somebody's going to look at me funny. I can't do that. Oh, come on. Hallelujah. Why don't we gather? Amen. Let's gather at the river here tonight. No more. No more excuses. Except for one. Without my glasses, I can't see. (laughs) You know what? We can have good worship. We can. We can have good worship. It doesn't have to be forced. We can have it. It can be natural. We can have anointing. We can. We can. You really believe it? Oh, come on. I mean, I'm talking to you. You really believe it. But you know what? Uh, right now we're trying to teach Kate to ride her bike. And I think I taught Kimsey how to ride her bike. I'm trying to remember. And uh, after we got done, I think we both needed the Holy Ghost. It's hard teaching yourself how to ride, the, ride a bike. Do you know what? There's a lot of falling off. She throw that bike. I love her. Don't, don't. She's a lot like me. I get frustrated. I'm telling you. I, told, I admit it I'm not. I admit, admit your faults one to another. I get aggravated. I am frustrated. Brother Brown, Brother, uh, Brother Brown from Tulsa, his little boy, he got so mad one time we were preaching for him. And they were playing was was it when he said I get so mad I want to throw things and uh, I get that way sometimes hey it's, I'm not perfect but what I'm saying is you know what she got to get back on that bike she had to get back on there learn to ride a bike too right it's not always you know it's not always about perfection and, and, and it's about you taking action hey, man really it is. And man, I, I'm so, I feel like anxious. Like I, I want to know tomorrow night what you did, what I talked about tonight. I honestly do. You ought to write it down. Send pastor a text. Send your pastor a text and say, hey, pastor, you know what? You know, <laughs> here's what I did. I, 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 you know, I called or I talked to somebody today and I was really nervous, but I did it. Come on, we can do that. You know what? Once you once you do that, then then the next time's gonna be a little easier. Just conti- take continuous action, continuously improve. Hallelujah, Amen. Hallelujah. Peter walking on the water. What was the difference? What was the difference between Peter and the other other disciples? Took action. This isn't really like, like I said, this ain't real real deep. 
this is meant to encourage you that the potential that lies within each of us tonight is just simply from us taking an action tomorrow. Amen. And Sister Desiree, I know you work with, with kids, and there's a lot of kids who have a hard, they don't have a lot of self-esteem. They struggle in that area. And I'm sure you're a huge help to them. Any teacher that has a, has a, has a burden or a care for young people, uh, it's your desire to see them improve, to see them get better. And you want to work with them and you want to help them. Amen. And you take the steps necessary, amen, to do so. Amen. There's people, there's things, there's something you can do. There's something we can do. Amen. And, and I look at this and I think l- l- the easiest thing you can do is just like the Ethiopian eunuch. And the Gentiles that heard the Peter preaching, heard the apostle Peter preaching, while Peter yet spake these words, they said, "Okay, we got to take action. <laughs> we got to do. I can't take it. I can't take it anymore. I can't. I can't do this anymore. There's got to be something within you that says, I, I, I got There's got to be something with I hear tonight that I can do tomorrow. I got to be able to take action on something. Amen. I, I, let me let me take action on something somewhere." Amen. I, I, I want to be able to do, maybe there's, there's got to be something the Lord's telling me He wants me to do. Amen. If you'll start every service, every service you come into the house of God, and you say, God, let me hear. And this is exactly what I hear over and over and over from entrepreneur, entrepreneur after, or business owner after business owner. Easier to say that. If you hear them say, they say, listen, after this 30-minute podcast, if you will just take one or two action items, we've given you about 12 or 13 just take one or two and put it into action. Don't, don't not, don't, don't, don't shut this off and go back to your email. Go back to something that's going to keep you busy. No, no. Right now, to find one or two or three things that you're going to, that you're going to put into action. That you're going to put into practice. Hallelujah. Amen. And, 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 and make that a part of who you are. Don't just, don't just uh, hear, oh, I'm inspired and I feel good and well, that was a great man podcast. Woo! Go back to reading spam and not accomplishing anything in the business of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. So hearing the word of God is a great opportunity for you to respond and take action. Inaction is not acceptable anymore. Inaction is not acceptable anymore. It doesn't have to be running circles around uh, all the ceiling and down and jumping over pews and flipping, but inaction is not acceptable anymore. I I can't let myself do that. I'm going to do something. I'm going to take some kind of action. Amen. And I tell you what, if everybody into the sound of my voice did something, took some kind of action today, tomorrow, on what you heard tonight, going to start to, hey, I, I got a couple people that may be interested in a Bible study. You take a little bit more, the more hey, actions you take, before long you got more you got more leads. And you're going to, like, hey, we need some help. Let's get together and, and just go to dinner with these folks. And, and you start, hey, that's an action you can do. You can invite somebody that's an acquaintance. Hey, come over to the house and have coffee. Or uh, come to dinner. Bible study. Oh, come on, we can do it. We can have revival. It's not impossible. I, I think the devil has got us believing that we've got to move mountains to have it. No, uh, we'll move mountains just by taking a step at a time, one action at a time. Amen. We'll pull together. Amen. We'll work together. Amen. I'm telling you, have you even considered what might be an action step for you tomorrow? Let's have revival. Can't don't live here. That's proper grammar. Can't don't live here. No more. Hear me? Hear me. I want everybody on camera. I'm, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm trying to get you to understand. You're really got too much potential to say you can't there's too much possibility out of your life to say I can't do more I can't reach this I can't I can't no can't don't live here no more hallelujah I can pastor Rick and I can't 
I'm going to give it my best shot. Maybe a little direction, but I'll give it my best shot. Hallelujah. I'm going to do what I can do. The eunuch said, what's my excuse? And he came to the conclusion, nothing, nothing is standing in my way. Hallelujah. I'll end on this, and then I want us to take some action. Pray. Amen. I want us to pray. And not do what you feel is acceptable or common for an altar call. Take an action. Take action differently. Do something a little differently. But this is what I want to leave you with. Acts 24, 24 and 5. After certain days, when Felix came with his wife Priscilla, which was a Jewish, Jewess, he sent for Paul and heard him concerning the faith in Christ. And as he was, as he reasoned righteousness, temperance, judgment to come, Felix trembled and answered, Go thy way for this time. He said, Listen, I he's shaken. Under the Holy Ghost anointing. Woo, he knew I've got to do something. He knew God was calling him to action. He knew that Holy Ghost was, he didn't know necessarily what was going on, but he knew the best way to get this, this uh, to get this feeling away from me. The best thing I can do, the only, the only way to get out of this feeling is just send the preacher away and let me get be by myself a little bit until it goes away, until I lose the feeling of needing to do something. white-knuckled pew and try to get through altar call. And you know if you get through after church, you start laughing and cutting up and that, that, that anointing will leave. The conviction will go. You've not committed to anything, any action steps for tomorrow. And he says, when I have a convenient season, I'll call for you. This is struggling with analysis paralysis. Disease is deadly. Just, disease will kill you spiritually you need to take massive action though imperfect take action Kant doesn't live here anymore hallelujah Kant doesn't live truth church in Olathe anymore hallelujah hallelujah amen make up in your mind hallelujah 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 I, I want the glory of God to fall it's going to come when I take action Hallelujah. Why don't you close your eyes today? Hallelujah. Amen. There's too much potential in the service tonight. There's too much power in you, young people. There's too much potential, amen, in you, uh, college and career. There's too much potential in moms and dads. There's too much potential, amen, in this church, uh, amen, for there not to be glory and power. Hallelujah. It literally is the difference of you taking action. Oh, hallelujah. How are you going to take, what are you going to do tonight in this altar call? This is an awesome opportunity to take that first step and take action. Come on, the church has to be on the move. If you stop, you die. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Listen, you can't stop. You got to keep walking. You got to keep taking steps and you got to keep moving. Come on, will somebody do something a little different tonight? Will somebody want it bad enough that you'll step out a little different tonight? Instead of staying back with the crowd, that's the tendency. The tendency is, is to be scared to death of this altar. The tendency is to be scared to death that you actually have to come and weep before the Lord. There's a tendency to be afraid to go beyond that front row. Come on, there's commitment when you get beyond that. There's commitment once you get beyond. Come on, we got to, we, we, even taking that step tonight would be huge for some of you. Getting closer to the altar than you have been in a long time would be a huge step for you tonight. Come on, let's take a step uh, of action. Come on, take a step uh, out of your comfort zone. It might be two steps closer. It might be three steps closer, but somebody get a little closer to the altar. Somebody get a little closer to Jesus tonight. 
Somebody pray a little longer. Amen. And, and not listen for the sound of the music to die down. Somebody take a, take a little bit more aggressive action in this altar call. Come on. We're going to see things shake. We're going to see some things turn around. We're going to see some things happen. Things are going to be different. Oh, for those who are willing to take some action, oh, there's going to be some differences tomorrow. There's going to be something to write about. There's going to be some things to testify about. Oh, come on. Hallelujah. Oh, let's worship the Lord tonight. Let's worship the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, don't cower down. Let's press on. I am a child of God. 